It's a Bumblecast Mini, sponsored by Stardust Spectre. Between Tails, Knuckles, and Amy, who is your favorite to write or just consume content of in general? Knuckles. Oh, boy, Knuckles. <laughs> Always has been. Yeah, I mean, love them all, but yeah, yeah, Knuckles is Knuckles is always fun. He doesn't chuckle. I mean, that's a lie. He very clearly does many times, always. But no, 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 he chortles victoriously. Oh, oh okay. Well, I guess there is a difference. There is. Okay, okay, okay. He senses things in his feet. I mean, I'm not going to screw with that. I know she's just a one-off gimmick in the Metallic Madness fight, but would you ever use Amy Dahl from Mania if you had the chance? And if so, well, what would you do with her? Oh, absolutely. She is hilarious. <laughs> like, all the slurpy, spoopy stuff aside, Tails Dahl is a lampoon of Tails. You know, Tails is the tag-along, the, the small thing that follows you. And Tails Dahl is just that, a small thing that follows you and you know we've used it to comedic slash creepy effect yes and going off amy's very very early characterization you have someone who pursues and is kind of clingy now there's more to amy than that sure but there's also more details so to have amy doll just relentlessly pursue glomp and then explode <laughs> is spot on and I feel like it could be used for, like, very Looney Tunes effect humor. Like, the Amy doll, for whatever programming it has, doesn't even realize it explodes. It just gets so excited and squee, boom! And then it, you know, wakes up in whatever the newest doll has been manufactured, and it wants to go out and give hugs. I don't even think it's malicious. It just wants to give hugs. Loving <laughs> hugs. <laughs> <laughs> never questions why it's anywhere else after said hug yeah yeah D does she want to glomp sonic or metal sonic or both anybody everybody i guess that's true like she's launched in sonic's general direction but i see her just as easily turning a corner and wanting to give eggman a big hug oh no oh, he's so squishy he's oh. so huggable and he's like no 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 oh no <laughs> he did it wrong just in just imagine an animated short a la Sonic Mania Adventures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With that punchline, you can envision it. It's just, mm, I want it. Oh, no. It's the hug bot. Run. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, it doesn't happen as often as, say, Zelda, but the Sonic series has had its share of companion characters, from Tails following Sonic and Sonic 2 to Sonic helping Yakkers save the Wisps and Colors. So my question is, who are some of your guys' favorite companion characters in the series? I mean, Tails, obviously. <laughs> it's a legend. Uh, Tikal was great because, yeah. number one, she performed a very useful function. And two had that mystery to it and was tied into the plot very elegantly. Uh, I remember liking Chip. Like, I was fairly certain I was going to hate Chip. And by the end of the game, I was charmed by him. He was funny. I enjoyed his company. I was actually a little sad to see him go. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I like to call too. I'm with you on that one. I don't think any of them are really that bad. I like them all. No, it's just a different levels of great. I mean, Yakker's fine, but he's just kind of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Calibern was fun for the whole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost Abbott and Costello like thing. Yeah, yeah. They're they're fun. In past Bumblecat. Shahra was nice. Oh, God, sorry. Sorry, repeat that. <laughs> Shahra was nice. Mm-hmm. In past Bumblecasts, I've really enjoyed you guys spitballing about the anti-versions of various Sonic characters, but my question is, how would you handle an anti-version of Mega Man? <laughs> it's Quint, oh. basically. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe not. just do or base. Mega Man, because Mega, Mega Man is a product of his world. Right, We're right. talking Mega Man franchise. Oh, the so, whole franchise. Oh, okay, good, okay. Dr. Light is, you know, the beloved creator of all these robots, but he is an absolute heel. Like all of these robots he's making are sleeper agents. He is quietly preparing to dominate the world with a smile on his face and everyone will thank him for it. And rock and roll are his subordinates. They are his sick idea of what children should be you know, subservient and loyal and loving, and they know that they're programs. They mm. know that that's what they've been built to do, and they resent it. And Rock, especially once he goes outside and sees the greater world, he could be doing so much more, but he is bound by this obligation to serve Dr. Light. But what else can he do? And eventually he kind of comes around to Light's vision and accepts it, and that's just the corruption of the innocent right there. Wiley, on the other hand, sees light for who he is. That's why he's taking the robot masters. That's why he's reprogramming them. He's trying to save the world. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> but everyone is too stupid to figure it out. And it drives him up the wall. So nobody likes him. He just <laughs> cannot be a people person to save his life or anybody else's in that matter. <laughs> so basis his attempt to create his own mega man, basically. Huh? <laughs> That's, him throwing his hands up in the air and going, fine, I'll fight fire with fire. I didn't want to have to do this to you. I really like robots. But if I got to destroy a Mega Man, I got to destroy a Mega Man. Base, get out there. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. And Base, for his part, you know, doesn't really understand why it has to come to violence. Why was he built as a weapon? That's just so sad. Can't robots serve any function? Can't they just work together for something better? He'll fight. He has to, he supposes, but wouldn't it be nice if they could just listen to Dr. Wiley? Can we just talk this one out? Oh, so he's Brock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, Mega Man's going, wait, I can gain all this power. I'm an unstoppable killing machine. Look at me rise. I shall be a god amongst the pantheon. <laughs> and then once he finishes, Dr. Light's like, nope, remote reboot. I'm taking all those weapons away before you get too dangerous, kid. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's uh, where's where's Blues in all of this? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Blues was the first attempt to make a good boy. And the coding wasn't where it needed to be. He thought too much. So he ran away. And he's out there. Why is he out there? Let's see. 
Blues is out there just because he's searching. He's searching for a reason. He, he's directionless. So anti-blues would have a vendetta. He's actively hunting down whatever Dr. Light's trying to accomplish and sabotaging it. He doesn't trust anybody else to help out. He's not going to follow Dr. Wiley. Besides, that guy's a jerk. But he will show up at the most inopportune time to throw out that whistle and stop Mega Man in his tracks and save the world. He doesn't need any accolades. It's just what he does. <laughs> okay, so so Blues is the hero. <laughs> He's just the secret hero. It's not that big of a departure from his main goal, but he's kind of independent anyway. Yeah. It's a different context. And the tempo, throw tempo in there. Uh, tempo used to be this lively, vivacious girl bot until Dr. Lilinde decided that was just too much personality, and then she turned it off. Oof. Oof. Evil Dr. Lilinde, huh? Oh, no. Well, yeah, this is the anti version of Mega Man. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared, Ian. <laughs> it's even worse when Anti Duo shows up trying to chase down the last remnants of the heroic energy. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh boy! Yeah, this is a fun one. This is fun. You, you could really have a good time with this one. Oh. Dr. Light sends Mega Man to destroy this presence in the Lafont ruins. Anti-Ramoon has come down and has improved the processing power of all electronics around the world. At this rate, there will be a, a new Eden, a new utopia for Earth, and we can't have that. that that'll disrupt all of evil Dr. Light's plans. <laughs> evil Dr. Light. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> Have either of you checked out the fan continuation Archie Sonic Online? If so, what are your thoughts? I have not, um, in part because I, knowing me, I would confuse what they do with what's supposed to be in Lost Hedgehog Tales later. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of keeping my brain in quarantine. I have not because for no particular reason. I just, I just haven't. It's just... I have, I, I, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of stuff out there. I, I, I can't possibly follow it all, all the time. But hey, I'm glad they exist. I'm glad that there's at least two continuations. And, uh, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So keep it up. More power to them. Yep. We all know that Dr. Eggman's wonderful bromance with Dr. Wily quickly soured due to Eggman going too far. But is there any villain you think Eggman would get along perfectly with? Nobody springs to mind, and that's entirely his fault. <laughs> I think Eggman is just that much of a vile egotist that he's never going to sync with anyone long term. Um there's his own subordinates to a degree, but that's, that's different. That's, you know, out of fear or fealty him and Sage's new territory, but that has not been explored. But in terms of other video game villains at the vile, but inevitable betrayal is there in every single one of them. Makes sense to me. The trailer for TMNT mutant mayhem has me super excited. How do you guys feel if you've seen it? Is there any character you're particularly excited for? Nobody in particular. I adore the art style. 
some of it almost looks like claymation with the texture work and the slightly stuttered animation, but in a very charming way. Mm, yeah. Like, an actual, like, like it's, it's not like an uncanny valley. This isn't quite right. It's a, this has been meticulously and purposefully done. Um, kind of dig the turtles all sounding much younger and, you know, like teenagers. That's kind of fun. Uh, the trailer was amusing. Um, I'm not like chomping at the bit to see it because I've, I'm 40 years old. I've seen my fair share of turtles, but it does look fun. So I'll get around to it. Nice. It looks good. I'm curious. I will have to check it out when it, uh, when it comes out. All right. Another Turtles-related question. Hypothetically, IDW, Nick, and Sega have just given you free reign to write a Sonic slash TMNT crossover. What character interactions would you be most interested in pursuing? Depends on which incarnations of the Turtles. Like, are we talking Rise? Are we talking the CGI? Are we talking the edgy post-80s reboot? Are we talking the 80s version? Are we talking the, the new movie version? There's... Uh, underpinnings to each turtle for sure you know they are iconic individuals but there are different interpretations and executions of those characters that are make a big difference so i think that's the first question to address is you know which version of the turtles i mean you compare rise's Raphael to cg Raphael, <laughs> it's night and day so uh the last one I saw was Rise, and I think that could be very fun if you lean into the comedic side of things, which might really be the way to go. Celebrate the weird and wonderful and colorful world that these two come from. And if anything, I just kind of want a scene of Sonic and Mikey chilling out with a chili dog pizza, trying to understand why this color-coded thing is not working. Because Sonic's not the brainy leader type. He He's the party dude, like Mikey. But Mikey's orange. <laughs> Mikey really ought to, be blue, ought to be blue. No, man, orange is my color. Why? What's orange on your world? The the brainy one. Oh, it's the leader. No, no, no. He's good with catches. No, that's supposed to be purple. Tail should be purple. And then just riff on that for a little bit. <laughs> Everything's color-coded. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. I would like that. Shredder and Eggman. Hmm. What would that be like? That would be an excuse to have the mechanized foot soldiers reintroduced. That's a good point, yeah. Rise of Shredder, Rise of Shredder was a very different beast, mm-hmm. quite literally. So I don't know if you could really pull upon Shredder for doing the Rise route. It might be more of him teaming up with Big Mama. And I feel like we've gone down this route in another Q and a, but like they're both uh showmen at their hearts, except eventually Eggman would find some way to capture all the yokai and use them to power various crazy badniks, forcing the turtles and the mobians for lack of a better term to team up. Was that it? I think we had the idea if it was like uh, another cross dimensional tournament and Eggman was kind of, pulling the strings, manipulating Big Mama to bring the Sonic cast in to ultimately fuel his goal. This is sounding familiar. Hmm. 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 Maybe. Maybe. Or the Foot Clan pre-movie events 
is they're the ones who open some kind of magic portal to Sonic's world that they want Eggman to help them resurrect Shredder faster. He uses his science. They incorporate their mysticism and we get some kind of crazy Magitech metal Shredder. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm down. I'm down. He got Baxter Stockman, though. Uh, that would be cool. Eggman and Baxter Stockman. Hmm. Hmm. Eh, but if we're talking Rise, that's still <laughs> Baxter Stockboy. And that. Okay. There's fun to be had there. That's weird. Just not your conventional team up. I guess that's weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. I ask this because they haven't appeared in any recent classic Sonic media, as far as I know. But is there anything going on at Sega preventing use of the classic versions of Team Chaotix? I'd love to see them reunited with Nux and Mighty, given the chance. Yes. Is there anything? There is something going on preventing their use? Yes. Yes? Is it just because classic and modern are separate? I should probably not get into it right now. Okay, okay. Interesting. Hmm. So this happened out of nowhere while I was coming up with these, but oh my gosh, Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog is one of my new favorite games ever, and so my last few questions will be about it. I know the other Sonic Ian wrote the story, but do you know if the Mirage Express's name was a subtle nod to Mirage Island, the official, unofficial name for Never Lake's location, agreed on by Aaron Weber back in the day? After all, Eggman's chains from CD can be seen out the window, so the location lines up. I don't know if that's a reference or not, to be honest. I was really not heavily involved. I do remember uh, the video of Aaron being ambushed with that uh, declaration and documentation. It's like, here's sign. Look, we made it official. And Aaron was way too polite to just exit. Don't don't do that, guys. Do not ambush people on camera and try to force your fan on them, especially if they're in official capacity. That wasn't cool. Yeah, that doesn't sound to me like he necessarily agreed on that. Hmm. Hmm. Suspicious. I mean, he's a gracious individual. He's not going to ruin their fun. But uh, to me, that mm, that's not cricket. Nope. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Do you know if the decision to make the Murder of Sonic stories centering around Amy's birthday specifically had anything to do with 2023 being Sonic CD's 30th anniversary, considering how much it puts focus on her birthday and celebrating her character? I don't know. Uh, given how long the dev cycle was, it could be a happy coincidence, or it could be that they knew that it's how long it was going to take, so that's what they were going to shoot for. But I don't know for sure. <laughs> All right, and Stardust Spectre's last question. Something I noticed is that Shadow actually went to Amy's birthday party willingly. While back in Generations, Shadow wasn't at Sonic's until everyone got dropped back at the end. Do you think he's warmed up to the idea, or does he simply like Amy more than Sonic? Whose birthday parties would he go to? I don't count on that being a shift in character. Remember, this is the April Fool's Day game. There's some. Nope, it's not extra leeway. It's not though. It came out on March 31st. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's no April Fool, right there. No, 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 nah. I really do think Amy just or Shadow just likes Amy more than Sonic. I mean, 
obviously it would. <laughs> I mean, that would make the most sense, but yes, I, I'd say don't hang your hat on that portrayal. He's not going to celebrate Sonic's birthday. He's not going to celebrate anything about <laughs> Sonic. I don't blame him. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got. That's all we got. Thank you to Thank you to Stardust Spectre for sponsoring this Bumblecast Mini. If you want one of your own, head over to patreon.com slash bumblecast, ko-fi.com slash bumblecast, or become a YouTube member. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and we will see you next time on the Bumblecast. Catch you later. Shadow wasn't born, so he doesn't celebrate birthdays, period. <laughs> <laughs> yes, technically. Uh, Happy Spawn Day, Amy. Hmm... <laughs> weird weird weird